Following Christ is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hi there, and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. The other day I was walking into the gas station, and I get almost to the door, and I'm looking across the parking lot at the pumps, and somebody is waving at me fervently. You know, it's that you go through your mind like, okay, who is that? Do I know that person? And then it's the, the waving continues. It's like waving, 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 and I'm like, I don't think I know that person, but I don't want to be rude. Are they waving you over? or just No, they're wave? just like, hey, yeah. hey, man, what's up? How are you doing? They're far enough away, like you can't speak and have a conversation, but they're just waving. And I'm, I'm standing there at the door with the door open, and I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know this person, but I, you know, reluctantly raise my hand up and start waving back to them. And then I turn around to walk in, and the person that's walking out is waving. They weren't waving at me. <laughs> they were waving at the person walking out. No, that was right yeah. That's, that's uncomfortable. Yes. I've done that several uh, me times. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm like, you like, you know they're waving at you, but yeah, you can't well, understand why. They're you, so persistent. Yeah. It like, I'll, I'm finally going to give in and be like, okay, I don't know you, but I'll get a wave at you the same way you're waving at me. And then you turn around and, and then the, the fact that like, you almost, from their perspective, it's like, yeah. who is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody come up to you? Hey, Shane, how are you and Courtney doing, man? How's everything going? Dude, and I you're get, sitting there going, I get that a lot because everybody knows my guy? wife. Who is this guy? And, and you. You're like, I know I know him. Yes. <laughs> what is this guy's name? Either that or you're looking at him going, I've never seen this guy in my entire life. Well, and, and then it becomes a challenge how well you're going to play it off. Yeah. And, and like, so what's up, you're bud? Like, man, it's great to see you. What you been up to? <laughs> hey, take yeah. care, buddy. You know? yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I did it. <laughs> yeah. And then you go straight to and Courtney then, and, he, and you say, okay, Courtney, who's this guy? <laughs> That's it. That's and it. And then that guy's walking away going, he had no clue who I was. <laughs> Well, the, how do you explain that to your wife is like, how do I explain this person to her that I don't know? And most of the time when that happens, she's like, oh, yeah, Jim, uh, Jim Smith uh, that works at so-and-so. And I'm like, how, do you, how do you even know that? He married us, honey. Yeah. <laughs> That's Uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. I'll open us up in prayer, and then Obi's going to get us started. Heavenly Father, we are thankful, God, for who you are, God, and that you you pursue us. Lord, in that uh, you are always chasing after us, Lord. I pray that uh, we chase after you as well. Every day in our life, Lord, we take inventory of who we are and, Lord, whose we are and come running after you. I pray for the listeners today or whoever's listening to this, Lord, I pray that, that, that your word comes through the speakers, Lord, and that penetrates their heart, and we love you. Amen. 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 So today... Um, we're going to talk, uh, about another worldly plague. Uh, we talk a lot about things, you know, in the, in the world that just a lot of folks seem to really struggle with. And 
whenever we talk about those things, uh, I just want to make sure and point out that we um, aren't above them. We struggle with these things too, uh, right here in this room. And heck, sometimes that's exactly why we, you know, it comes to our hearts and, and it's something that we feel uh, compelled to talk about. And so I want to read uh, uh, this verse. It's in 1 Samuel. And it is 1 Samuel 16, 7. It says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end that last sentence there. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Uh, insecurity. Insecurity. I mean, I, I don't know that, that we... I can, I'll say this. The people that you feel like have no insecurities are far and few between, and the people that you know in your life that struggle with insecurities from one, from one degree to another are very prevalent. They're the majority. Can we go back to that verse for just a second? Sure. I believe that, I just looked it up, I believe this is uh, David, the Lord speaking to David about Saul. Okay, it says the Lord said to Samuel. Samuel, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm way off on that then. Okay. The, the very first words say, the, the, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or... Now, he may have been talking about David, are we, are we in 1 Samuel 16? 16, 16. Okay. Yeah, he, he may have been talking about David Okay. You know, when he said that. Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I've rejected him. I don't know. David was short. Okay. What's well, the verse? 1 uh, Samuel 16. 7? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong verse. Okay. okay. <laughs> this well, is, this did is you not say a, David? This is not uncommon. The next section of that is talking about David and Saul's service, so okay. I'm off there. Okay. It just you know it says the Lord does not look at things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Um, you know, the point of of what I wanted to speak about today is how um, difficult, how difficult it is. So, insecurity is a very real thing, and it's very prevalent in most of the people in our lives, uh, including ourselves. You know, we have insecurities <coughs> that we deal with. We we think that we're not good enough. We think that we aren't tall enough. We think that we aren't pretty enough or handsome enough. We think that, uh, you know, what whatever worldly uh, just idea that is thrown in our face, whether it be through magazines, social media, uh, we're not a good enough dad. We're not a good enough husband. Um you know, flip the the switch on that. We we aren't a good enough mother or wife. We, um, you know, <laughs> there, there's, there's just a so, million. Things, yeah, yeah. You, we could we could go down this rabbit hole deep, deep, deep. And and the thing is, is we probably should because as humans we go down this rabbit hole very deep, and we believe the, we believe these lies about ourselves that are pushed on us by the world and it's very difficult for us to 
change our minds about the truth about ourselves because we've been living in this life for so long, so long. That's why, you know, we talk about how, you know, things from just our childhood shape us into what we are today and how our belief system is about ourselves today. You know, I mean, it could be something that your parents said to you most of your life that you just come to believe is truth, even though that's not what God believes is truth, even though it's not the truth of the matter. And so um, I think that because of these insecurities in the world and because of uh, because of the way that the world pushes on us, the way that they think we should look at ourselves. Oh, well, if you don't have a six pack, you're not, you're, you know, you're never going to be able to, uh, attract a woman and get married. Oh, if you don't, if you don't, uh, have, if you're not making this much money, you're never going to be able to support your family and do the things that, that you need to do in order to be a good provider. You know, there's just so many things. I mean, and I can't, I mean, y'all understand where I'm coming from. And the problem is, is that uh, the, the very big, big problem is that they're all lies. All those measures of success, and there's a ton of worldly measures of success, mm-hmm. are not true measures of success. Exactly right. And so, you know, going back to our last podcast, what is the truth and how do I find it? You know, what is the truth and how do I find it? Well, again, you know, I feel, I feel like I feel like I'm beating a dead horse here. But when you come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have the Holy Spirit of God living in you, which means you also have uh, this this new measure, this new discernment uh moral compass that I like to call that reveals the truth to you. Now you have to accept that truth, uh, but it's going to be revealed to you. And the truth is, is that every single person on this planet is uniquely and wonderfully made. And every single person on this planet has God's own image in God's own image. And every person on this planet has gifts and talents that God gave you for a specific, a very specific reason. And ultimately, our ability to unlock that truth is going to, inevitably, it's going to lead to our calling. It's going to lead us to what we're supposed to do in our lives. And there's so many people that don't know. There's so many lost folks out there that are that are just really searching. And they're searching a lot of them are just searching the wrong places, you know, and, and, you know, it may be that, uh, you know, we're just looking in, in, in the wrong, in the wrong when, places. When we search in the wrong places, we're going to find insecurities in ourselves. Well, yeah. Well, where they're going, they're going to exist. We may not find them. Sure. But they're going to exist. I heard that the average American that has a smartphone spends like five hours a day uh, on that smartphone. Lord, don't look at my stats. On, what, what do they call that on your iPhone? Yeah. You can Face, look it up. Uh, screen time. Screen or time. I uh, turned the notifications off. Well, yeah. they, they said, I, I, I heard uh, on KVE just yesterday that the average teenager is on their smartphone um, for eight hours a day. So oh that, eight so hours. don't they go to school? <clears throat> I guess, I guess the second that they get that phone, they, they, it's they're, they're they're locked in. Yeah. I guess you can text my kids right now, who 
they do have a smartphone uh, in school, and they will text me back usually within five minutes or less. Sometimes they'll immediately text me back. So that just goes to show you they're not putting their phones down during school. No. Um, so I believe that a lot of – I believe that the majority of insecurities stem from that cell phone. Um, don't you think that's safe to say? I be, I be, social. Yeah, social media, yeah. Which, which most social media platforms are accessed from our cell phones. So I think that that's a fair statement. Very, very yeah. fair. Yeah, they're being socially conditioned by their cell phones and then, of course, by their, by their friends and their, their mom and dad, their parents. Yeah, they're being socially conditioned to think women are supposed to look, act, and feel this way. Sure. Yeah. Men, men are supposed to look, look, act, and feel this way. And those are all, all of that stuff is straight from people. It's straight. It right. Just like that verse says, that verse says, "People look at the outward, and God looks at the inward." Guys, we're all. I'm shorter than you, Shane. You know. I mean, I'm way better looking, and and but yeah. I'm shorter. This <laughs> is bigger. And and well, that was a jab, wasn't it? I'm, way I'm, I'm no, just gonna next I, time we're in this podcast, yeah. I'm just gonna hold up a mirror. <laughs> no, I, I called you taller than me, so yeah, we're okay, even, yeah, we're even, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You do something good, I do something good. Now we're we're even as as a human being, like <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It equals out. It equals. It's it's. There's just. It's so. If you go down that road of trying to fit into these molds that the world, you're just never going to make it. You're, you're never going to feel value. You're always going to feel like you're, you don't measure up. Uh, there's just never going to be a way for you to feel like, you know, you really accomplished something, mm-hmm. you know, but you're always going to be disappointed. It's a, it's a recipe. Comparison is a thief of joy. Oh, that you yeah. got it. You Teddy got Roosevelt. It. Um, Stephen Furtick says, or one of his quotes is, uh, don't compare your day to day to their highlight reel. Wow. I think when most people post on social media, I, I think there's balances, right? Some people post just negative stuff all the time. Some people post overly positive stuff all the time. That's not real, which is their highlight reel. That's their highlight just like reel. You just said, yeah. And a few people are in the middle and, and real. You don't really see those, though. <laughs> you don't. You don't see a whole well, lot of those. They don't now, stand out. Well, the the super uber positive and the super uber negative are what stand out the most, right? That's, that's what sells in the news, right? Yeah. And so that's what sells on social media. There's a guy I watch on YouTube. If you guys haven't heard of this guy, you need to look him up. His, his name's Ryan Pineda, P-I-N-E-D-A, Ryan Pineda. Ryan's a big business owner. He works in the Vegas area. He's also a Christian. And so... I think okay when, when we're talking about women, I think um, I think probably comparison probably boils down to uh, looks a lot. I think it, that's probably an insecurity that yeah. that women fair uh, would typically maybe have. Um, and I think when you talk about men, I think it's uh, men. A lot of men, especially the guys that we're around, their their measure is success, status, maybe status. Yeah. And so Ryan did a thing where he. He wants to. He wanted to relabel success, uh, and what he did, he developed a, a daily planner. You can look this up; it's free. It's there's a massive amount of value that this dude gives away. 
wealthyway.com. And so what the first thing you did is is what is success? What is like real success? And I think the world is going to the world you know what that means the world. Make a lot of money, drive a nice car, have a nice house, show it off, blah 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 blah. So he goes in an acronym acronym of wealth. Here we go talking about acronyms again. Brandon's not even here. He's rubbing off on he us. Would, he, would feel, <laughs> he would be so proud of it's you. It's like he's here. Yes. So he came up with this acronym for wealth. Worship, education, affluence, lifestyle, team, and health. So W, worship. What are we doing to give praise to the Lord? Education. How are we educating ourselves when it comes to our walk with the Lord and business? Affluence. That's obviously about the money. Um, but what are you doing with that? Um, lifestyle. How are we having a healthy work balance lifestyle? Worth uh, uh, work, family, relationship, uh, team. Team can refer to uh, your family or the team that you work with every day. And then health. What are we doing to to be healthy people? Like as far as like working out or eating right or taking care of our bodies. All those things really kind of fall into an overall definition definition of what success is on this earth. You really could boil it down to, number one, what's my relationship with the Lord? How well is that going? And then everything else comes after that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just think that Shane said something the, the other day. <clears throat> we were we were we were um, taking part in the H part of wealth, our health and well being. Uh, we were we were getting a workout in, and Shane said something along the lines of, uh, "You know, once you find your truth." Um, we're well, talking about insecurities, yeah, and uh, being able to like. If if we're if we're lost in insecurities, we can't see the truth. As it's hard to see it yeah. because we're we're lost in in what we feel like we don't have or what we're missing. And then we talked about finding our our way or our path. Uh, it's like once you find your truth, then ultimately God will reveal. You know, He'll reveal the path to you. Yeah, you know, ultimately, and and it, I think that's what we're all looking for. I feel like I feel like that we're all looking for our what is what is my what's my uh, place in this what, world exactly? Why am I here? You know, what is my place? What is how am I going to have a positive impact? How am you know what does that look like for me? I don't. I'm not valuable. I'm not. I'm just a broken human being. You know. Um, you know, I see all these successful people on social media and Facebook and they have value, but God didn't give me that, you know? And, and it's like, that is a lie. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just a lie. And I think recognizing that and then recognizing the truth of Jesus and what, what he brings to us and how, how uniquely and wonderfully made in his image we are and how special we are, um, to him, you know? ultimately is going to uh, show us our value and it's going to inevitably lead us down a road of um, I think I think clarity would be the right word we're gonna our eyes are gonna be open to how valuable we are sure I think it's important just to tell the listeners uh, that 
we all struggle with insecurities. 100%. You know, uh, I know that ever since I was uh, from a very young age, I can re- I can remember like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, and I feel like a lot of my insecurities as an adult stem from my fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade insecurities that I struggled with, with my looks, with my confidence, with my just uh, whether or not I thought I was smart, you know, just all kinds of, uh, man, I had all kinds of insecurities. And those have absolutely, at the age of 44, here we are 30 years later, and I still have, so I, I, I still question some of that stuff. Isn't that crazy? I mean, it is, but you know, like it's like uh, we can get caught in this circle of the things that we're good at naturally, we're not insecure about. So we balance those in our head against the things that we suck at. Mm, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. and it's like this you thing that, like, head. well, you know, I feel like I'm pretty smart, but I'm sometimes have a lack of motivation. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I really need to work on that or we can look at it as I just suck, you know, (laughs) and beat ourselves down. Corey Perkins, he was a guest on the podcast, uh, season one, was it season one or season two? I can't remember. Uh, I may have been season two. We were, Obi and I went and, uh, talked with, uh, a group of young men, probably early twenties, college kids and a little above. Corey said something that really stuck with me. He said, the devil does not have, he, he doesn't live in your head. He can't get in there unless you let him. What, what's in our brains and what's going around in there, he does not have, he's not omnipotent is what Corey was saying. The devil does, does not know everything. And I think we give him more power. Yeah. Than, than he should have. And so we have control over what is going on in our brains at any moment. We just have to take control. Take, take those thoughts captive. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Um, you know, like just wrapping it up here, um, I think that end of the story, the world is going to continue to feed lies to you. Um, the, the world's going to continue to feed you, and you've got to be able to discern the things that you are fed. And so Shane talks about, he was talking about just now what the devil, uh, what the devil can basically control and he can't control. And he's saying the devil is not in our minds unless we allow him to be in our minds. We control that. God gives us the ability to control that uh, that, that simple thing. And so that being said, you, you've got some control over what we put into our minds. If you want to sit there and look at social media all day and allow that comparison to steal your joy, you can do that. Choose not to do that. Choose to accept the truth that Jesus tells us in the Bible, in the living word. And that truth is that we are not judged by our outward appearance. God is looking at our inward appearance. He's looking at the things that are going on inside of us, and he knows our value, and he knows how much we can do with every single one of us, how each one of us can do, no matter what your gifts and talents are. You've all got something, 
and you can use that to glorify the Lord in a big way. And I would just encourage our listeners to try to tap into what they feel like they're really strong at, what they feel like their gifts and talents are, and use those to go glorify the Lord. Amen. Amen to that, brother. Thank you all for listening today. Help us reach more people for Jesus and share this podcast and go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.